David ben Shmuel Halevi is a name that might not mean anything to most people. Even if I would say Reb David Ganz, that name might not mean much to people. But if I would say Vitaz, the whole yeshiva world, all the rabbinic figures would know exactly whom I meant. The Taz, Reb David ben Shmuel Halevi, was born in Poland approximately in 1586, and he was Nifter, Shvat, the 26th of Shvat in Lvov, in Poland, in 1667. The Taz was born into a rabbinic family. His maternal grandfather was Rabbi Yitzhak Rabbi Tzalel, who was a Rav in Ludmir. Rav David ben Shmuel Halevi's older brother was also a known Tamid Chacham, whose tshuvas are actually quoted by his brother. And Reb David, the Taz, grew up learning with his older brother, and later he learned under the tutelage, apparently private tutelage, of the Bach, of Abiyal Sirkish. We know that the Taz married the daughter of the Bach. The legend is that one day the Bach and Taz were learning together, and they came up to a point where the Rambam discussed how to write a Sefer Torah. Among the questions that arise in writing a Sefer Torah is the question, what do you do when you're writing a line and you have letters left over at the end of the line? When you write a handwritten letter, sometimes it looks near the end of the line and you're in the middle of a word. So in English, we have a custom of writing a hyphen and continuing the word on the next line. What do you do when you write a Sefer Torah? So the Rambam gives examples if you have a letter of five, uh, a word of five letters and you only have three spaces, if you have a word of seven letters and you only have four spaces, the Rambam gives examples of what to do. Then the Rambam gives an example of a, a very long word, and he said if you have a word of so many letters, then he tells you what to do. The Bach and the Taz were learning, and they looked at each other, but there is no such word in Chumash with so many letters that the Rambam quoted. Why would the Rambam mention a halacha of how to write a sefer, uh, in the Sefer Torah a word of so many letters when there is no such word in Chumash? The daughter of the Bach was walking by and she overheard the question and she said the Rambam and the, was not referring to a word in the in Torah at all. The Rambam was referring to a word that appears in Megillah's Esther, Ho'achash Darpanim. That is the longest word that is found in Megillah's Esther, and longer than any word in Chumash. Since a Megillah has to be written with the same laws of Sefer Torah, so the halacha that the Rambam mentioned in connection with Sefer Torah would apply to Megillah as well. So that was what the Rambam was alluding to. The two scholars, the Bach and the Taz, were amazed by the brilliant comment made by the daughter of the Bach. And the Bach, Bach looked at her and in a certain type of melitza, type of yeshiva type of language, turned to his daughter and said, Yafa Adbiti Kalavana. 
referring to a statement in Shira Shirim, Yafad biti kalavana, you're as beautiful as the moon. And the Taz is reported to have said to the Bach, Higiyaz man Kiddush Levana. It's time for Kiddush Levana. Your daughter is Levana, it's time for Kiddushin. And we do know that the Bach indeed gave his daughter, the daughter of the, ta- of the Bach married the Taz. They continued learning in Krakow. And he was known to have been very poor. He went from Krakow to various towns where he was the Rav, a city called Potolich, which is apparently in Galicia and Poland. And he was the Rav there. But he still lived in great poverty. The Bach was almost shocked by the state of life of the Taz and the poverty in which he lived. Eventually, the Taz, Reb David, moved to other communities. And more or less in about the year 1643, which is when he was 57, he was appointed to the town where the Maharsha has, ser- has served as the Rav before that. He became not only the Rav of the town, but he became the Rosh Hashiva of the town. At the time that he learned in that base Medrash, that he became the Rav of this town, he was very grateful to the people in town who supported him quite well. In the introduction to the Taz of Yeridea, he thanks the people of the town very much for providing him with the necessary financial means in which he could devote himself to his studies and write his own parish. The only part of the parish that he wrote by himself and printed in his lifetime was the Taz on Yeridea. Now the name of the book, Taz, is Tu Zahav, Columns of Gold. The name seems to be a play on words of the Pasuk Tore Zahav. Tore Zahav is a, or is a phrase that's found in Shir Hashirim. Tore Zahav, a tor of uh, perhaps a column of gold, was amended by the Taz to write Tore Zahav, columns of gold. The name alluded to two things. One, that he felt his perush is to raise the have lines of gold. But it's also a reference to the fact that he dealt greatly with the tour. Although his perush is based on the Shulchan Aruch of Rav Yosef Cairo, many of his comments, much of the learning, is based on an interpretation of the tour. And of course... The tour had a major perush of his father-in-law, of the Taz's father-in-law, of the Bach. The Sefer Taz on Yeridea became a Sefer that was classic and indispensable for learning Yeridea. Commentaries have been written on the Taz. The Primigodim on Yeridea 
is deals a great deal with the Taz, especially in the section called Mishbet Zahav, when he talks about um, the Zahav, the word gold, is probably referring to the concept of the Turei Zahav. The Taz had a counterpart in Perush on Yeridea named the Shach. The Shach was actually younger than the Taz, and the Shach wrote his Perush, and even though there was a disp- discrepancy in age, they were printed side by side in, cons- in, in the standard issues, editions of the Shulchan Aruch Yeridea, and it became the source of smicha. In order for a smicha student to get smicha, he had to know Shulchan Aruch Yeridea with Shach and Taz. It became an automatic phrase, Shach and Taz. In fact, in Europe, many of the, the smichas were given to people who knew Shach and Taz by heart. Part of the requirement was to know Shulchan Aruch, Shach and Taz by heart. In Yeshiva University, Rabbi Weiss taught Yeridea for many years. And he, I think, knew Shach and Taz by heart, and he mentioned to me once that this was the custom of Europe, that everybody knew Shulchan Aruch, Shach and Taz. The Shach and Taz, of course, disagreed with each other many, many, on many occasions. And, as is the want of Tamini Chachamim, sometimes the criticisms appear rather sharp. The refutation of the Taz was sometimes printed by the Shach in another sefer called Nukudos HaKesef. And the answers were given in various svarim, the give and take of Halacha. Again, in the introduction to Yeridea, the Shach points out that this discussion or Machlokas between him himself and the Taz was completely the Shem Shemai. He quoted the Gemara in Kedushin on the Pasuk as Vahev Basufa. The Pasuk says, Al Kenya Yomar Hashem Basufa. And the Gemara plays with the phraseology of the Pasuk and says, There is a, a Milchamos Hashem. There are times when we fight the battles of the Kaddish Baruch as it were. We learn Torah and there's Milchamot. In fact, the word Milchamot Hashem is the name of the Sefer of the Ramban, on, which is printed in many standard editions of Shas in the back of the Gemara. Milchamot Hashem, where the, where the Ramban fought Milchamot Hashem. But then the Gemara continues to explain the Pasuk as Vahev Basufa. At the end, Vahev. Vahev they used as the word Ohev. That they respect each other and indeed love each other at the end. The Machlokas could be L'Shem Shamayim. Yes, but at the end of the Machlokas, they respect and treat each other with great respect and great love. And the Shach even says how the Taz visited him. And the Shach himself said that I treated the Taz with utmost respect. We saw two people, Tamri Chachamim, treating each other with great love and admiration, even though on many points they disagreed. The Shach and Taz and Yeridea are the classic commentaries on Yeridea. The Shach also wrote a perush on the rest of the Shulchan Aruch. The one that is 
most famous is on Yeridea. Secondly, would be the Shach Betaz on Arachaim. This was not published at the same time as Yeridea, but it was published later. And it's interesting because the Sefer of the Taz on Yeridea is called more, is well known as the Taz, whereas the Sefer on Arachaim is more known as Mugging David, Rabbi David Ganz, Mugging David, the protector of David, the protection through David, and the two classic commentaries on Shulchan Aruch and the big Shulchan Aruch, the standard printed Shulchan Aruch, are the Mugging Avram of Rabbi Avram Gumbiner, and the Taz, the Mugging David of the Taz. In fact, the frontispiece of many Shulchan Aruchs had the name Magine Eretz. The name of the book was actually called Magine Eretz. Who were the Magine Eretz? The Magine Eretz are the Magen David of the Taz and the Magen Avram of Avram Gubiner. And the Sefer was actually known by the name Magine Eretz. I was once present at a Shia that Rav Salavechik gave in Maria. And he quoted a Shulchan Aruch Arachayim. And he asked someone to bring him a Shulchan Aruch Arachayim. So one of the people went to the bookcase and he said to the Rav, he was looking for Shulchan Aruch, he couldn't find the Shulchan Aruch Arachayim. So the Rav said, I don't understand, I can see it from here, it's over there. The man went back and said, no, I'm sorry, there's no Shulchan Aruch. So the Rav said, no, that's it, and he pointed to the book and said, get that book. The man said, Rabbi, that's not a Shulchan Aruch, that's called Magin Eretz. This particular Shulchan Aruch had on the binding itself, the name of the Sefer was named for these two Svarim, for the Magin David and Magin Eretz. The person really had not been aware that this was actually a Shulchan Aruch. Although the Taz is known for his parish and Shulchan Aruch, Yaradeh primarily, and also for his parish and Shulchan Aruch Arachayim, he did write parish on Evan Ezer and Choshen Mishpat as well, they were printed much later. The, Choshen, the parish of the Choshen Mishpat was published by the Chacham Tzvi approximately in the year 1692 and another the part of the Evan Ezer was printed much later. Although these comments of the Taz on Evan Ezer and Choshen Mishpat were not printed in the same fashion and were not treated with the same utmost uh, in learning as the Shach, Taz, and Yeridea, Magin David, and Magin Avram, and Arachayim, Arachayim. Nevertheless, they're very important pieces in the Shach and Taz, in the, I'm sorry, in the Taz, both on Evan Ezer and Yeridea. One of the most famous questions of how Kenyan Kesef works, for example, when you learn that Kesef is Kone, there's a famous question. If ke- how Kesef works? Does it work because you paid for something and therefore it's yours? Or does it work because it's a mode of acquisition like there are other modes of acquisition? And the question would be, if a person paid a down payment, but he didn't pay the entire money, in one respect he made a Kenyan, in the other respect he didn't pay for the object, would this be considered Kenyan Kesef? And this is a very famous machlokas between the Sma and the Taz, and a famous discussion that has uh, been learned in yeshivas from then till today, which is a based on a, on a Taz in Chosh Mishpat. So, although the Taz in Chosh Mishpat and Yeridea, in Chosh Mishpat and Evan Ezra are not as well learned and well known as the Taz on Arachayim and Yeridea, nevertheless, 
they are classic interpretations that many, many of the Perushim are quoted and learned in Yeshivas. The Taz also wrote a Perush on Rashi, on Chumash, one of the uh, many Perushim that were written on Rashi was written by the Taz, a sefer called Divrei David. Again, I don't know how well this sefer is known, but occasionally there are classic commentary, classic Perushim that are known and quoted by, by uh, Rabbanim that are taken from this Perush of Divrei David of the Taz. The Taz, as I said, was Nifter on a date this week of Chaf Vav Shvat, in the year 1667. He, his Svarim are still learned until this day, and the Svarim and Yeridea are still the basis for Smicha in almost every base Medrash.